Hey everybody, I'm Rob Booker, and this is the Tim Sykes Millionaire Challenge Podcast. We're going to cover the tips and tricks, habits and routines, and strategies of millionaire traders in the challenge to help you get the most out of your membership in the challenge. If you're not already a challenge member, go to challenge.sale. You can literally just type that into your browser, challenge.sale, S-A-L-E, and you can get started today. So, many of you haven't ever heard my name before. I used to have a radio show and a podcast about trading, actually, for a long, long time. Did about a thousand episodes of that. I managed money as a commodities trading advisor for a while from 2005 until 2012. And a great time doing all of that. I've had a wonderful, exciting, up and down trading career. And I've known Tim Sykes since 2007. And about a month ago, Tim and I were talking and we were, we're actually flying a dog across the country. Long story. We can get to that later. But we're talking about working together more closely. And I, I said, you know, I trade every single morning together with a group of people and we're watching the market together, we're working together. And he said, hey, would you be interested in trading together with members of the challenge? And so here we are today. Every single morning I trade together with certain members, select members in the Tim Sykes challenge. And I'm here today to sort of tell you some of the stories, some of the success stories that we've had, some of the ups and downs that we've had. And I'm going to do a five-part podcast here. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts, you can like the show and whatever. But this is specifically designed for those of you who are already in the challenge and you want to get the most out of your experience. And I'm here to help you extract the most value out of that experience. I'm sort of, shall we say, your guide through the challenge to help you get the most out of it. It's my goal, as is the goal of Tim Sykes, that you become the next millionaire student. And of course, you've heard the stories of Matt Monaco and Bryce Tui. Bryce Tui just crossed a million dollars in profits. And the rumor going around right now is that Tim Grittani is not just at 14 million, which I think is profitly is kind of stuck at that number, but he may be at 18, 19, 20, or 21 million dollars in profits. So it's got to be one of the reasons that you signed up for the challenge is because those stories are exciting. And you want to see, hey, wait a minute, is it possible for me to do something like that? Am I possibly one of those traders? So here's what we're going to start with today. I'm going to do five episodes here. I don't know how long they're going to be. They're going to be as long as each of them needs to be. Maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe a little bit more on occasion. And we're going to talk about the tips, the tricks, the habits, and the routines of successful traders in the challenge inside of my morning group. And then by the time you're already listening to this episode, we will probably have sent you an invitation to trade together with us in the mornings. So we'll get you all the details that you need on that. The most important thing that I want to cover today in this first episode is I want you to set a clear goal and a timeline for your goal. Too many traders that I know over the years set a goal such as like financial freedom. And that's an interesting goal. I'm sure my friend Josh, who's in the recording and producing booth right now, I'm sure financial freedom sounds good to Josh. I'm sure it sounds good to everybody. Hey, it's an important goal, but it's not specific enough and it's not clear enough to actually start making progress toward that. Because after all, if Josh wants to live in the studio, he just put a sleeping bag down, not check his mail, don't pay any bills, and just eat other people's food out of the refrigerator in the group kitchen. Of course, he's not going to do that, but that would be a certain kind of financial freedom. What we really want to know instead of that, we want to know a specific dollar amount that you're trying to achieve. I'm not here today to make any claims about what you can achieve, but hey, I can invoke my First Amendment rights and I can tell you anything I want to tell you. So somebody here listening is going to say something ridiculous, like $100 million. Yeah, of course, that sounds ridiculous to anybody not listening to this episode. However, there are traders out there 
There are some of you listening right now that you're finally getting it. You're finally actually making progress towards achieving your goals. Maybe you're trading the morning panic. Maybe you're trading the first green day. Maybe you're short selling with me. I don't know. But whatever you're doing, it's not up to me to set your goal. It's up to you to set your goal. So take the end of the year. So right now I'm recording on, I don't know what, May 16th of 2023. We've got six and a half months until the end of the year, until New Year's Day. What do you want to accomplish before New Year? Maybe you're listening to this a year later from now. Whatever it is, whenever it is, take 12 months from today because the next 12 months are coming no matter what. And they're going to pass by and you're going to either keep doing the same things that you're already doing or you're going to change things up. And the only reason we ever change things as humans is because something catastrophic or dramatic happens or we imagine that in our minds. And I hate to use the worst case scenario to motivate you, but most people aren't going to do what it takes. Most people aren't going to make any changes. And so you have to first imagine in your mind, what would life be like if you don't make any changes at all to your trading? If you make no improvements, if you get no feedback and you get no additional instruction, well, it's probably, it's probably going to move in the same direction. And the, and the fact is most people don't change. They just keep moving along a timeline in the same direction at the same pace. And eventually they sort of just end up wherever they end up. By setting a clear, measurable goal for what you want to achieve by the end of this year, then we can start working toward that. So my goal for the end of the year inside the challenge is $8,000 a day. Now, that may be a good goal for you. That may be too low for you. <laughs> if you're some kind of maniac. No, just kidding. That may be too low for you. That may seem really high. Maybe it's $100 a day for you. But whatever it is, you got to know what it is. So right now, as I'm sitting here recording this episode for you, I'm at $700 to $1,000 a day. I had my biggest loss of the year yesterday. And you know what? It doesn't really matter because at the pace I'm going right now, it's going to take me like 24 hours to come back from that. So whatever you set your goal at, it could be a daily goal, a weekly goal, a monthly goal. You want to take into account what the biggest loss you ever had was. And you want to see how long would it take you to recover that if you started trading more consistently and you started following the routines, the tips, the tricks, the strategies that we're going to talk about here. Now, I'm going to tell you something about setting modest versus ambitious goals. The more modest the goal in the near term, and the bigger the goal in the long term, the better you're going to do. And this is so key. What I'm saying here is you want to divide your big goal into manageable, easy to accomplish steps. You don't necessarily want to change your whole entire life routine right now. But you want to start with something big. Like it's okay to dream big here. Like nobody's listening, except for you and me. We're just here together. What's your big goal? Where do you want to live? What do you want to drive? With whom do you want to associate? Where do you want to spend your time? You want to be able to travel like Tim Sykes does? Or I'm just like a homebody. I live like seven minutes away from this studio. And we have a great life. We cook dinner together. We hang out together. We walk our dog together. Listen, that's my ideal life. I don't need a ton of things. I don't want a bunch of physical stuff. I guess I want my own podcast studio. I want my own Josh permanently, full-time, forever. You know, that, that kind of thing. But I don't really have those. But maybe you do. It's not my job to tell you what your goals should be or shouldn't be. But you've got to know what they are. If you don't know where you're going, then any road's going to get you there. It doesn't matter what road you follow. But you're in the challenge, so you've set probably an ambitious goal, and you want the long-term goal, the big one, to be a big, hairy, audacious goal, in the words of Jim Collins from Good to Great. We'll have an episode about my favorite books, but you should read the book Good to Great. It doesn't have anything to do with trading whatsoever, and it's one of the best books that you can read as a trader. Big, hairy, audacious goal for your big-picture, long-term goal. People underestimate what they can accomplish in seven years. 
and they overestimate what they can accomplish in seven weeks or seven months. So that big goal, it can be so wild that you have no idea how you're going to get there. Now we want to break things down into manageable, smaller goals. The reason we do that is so you don't have to like adjust your whole life. Have you ever like set a goal that was so big and then tried to do it all on January 2nd? Well, we don't want to do that because that's, that's going to run out of steam. What we want to do is we want to fit a small amount of time in every day for becoming the trader you know you're meant to be. So the big goal is about money. It's about where you want to live. It's about the car you want to drive. But the small goals are about the process, meaning, well, let's put it this way. If you have success, but you didn't get it from a system or a process, then it's just luck. And a lot of traders out there that you see on Twitter bragging about their big time gains or whatever, those are people that just got lucky and can't wait to brag about it. By the way, there's a guy on Twitter who was bragging about turning, I don't know, some small amount of money into a million dollars in 90 days this year. And then <laughs> he shorted one of those wild runners that ran all day, lost a million dollars in one day. He didn't have a system. What he had was he was just betting his whole account every single time he traded. Well, we don't want to do that. What we want to have is a process every morning, and we're going to work on that process here in this podcast so you get the most out of your challenge experience. Meaning, trading isn't really hard. It's just not easy. There's a different word. Hard and easy, those aren't, those aren't really good terms to associate with trading. We want to use something like simple versus difficult. So you can trade in a refreshingly simple manner. I could teach you a way to trade that takes, I don't know, eight minutes to teach you inside the challenge, inside of our morning meetings, if you're there for them. But after that, you've got to set a routine to implement that strategy. The hard part about trading has nothing to do with making the money, and it has everything to do with keeping it. So once upon a time, back in the day, I had a radio show and a podcast and a YouTube channel, and I was running my business outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I did a radio show where I invited traders, I can't remember what the contest was. I think it was something like, I had just released my book, and if you bought 62 copies of my book, I would fly you to my office. And the first person to do it got a trip to my office. And so anyway, I got an email and a phone call <laughs> and a bunch of direct messages from Kurt. Kurt lived in Utah. He was a pharmacist by trade, and he was trading a strategy, but it wasn't working. He bought 62 copies of the book, and he said, I think I might be the winner because I did it like the, I did it immediately when you were on the radio this morning. Turns out he was the winner. I invited him to come out to the office for a week. Now, what you have to know about me is I'm kind of an introvert and I don't really want people coming to my office. I mean, I don't mind it if groups come to the office. But when one person comes to the office and just sits down in front of me and peppers me with questions, that's exhausting for me as like an introvert. I love you. I just don't want to spend all day long with you. Hey, listen, if that offends you, I'm sorry. But that's the truth. I love you in groups, but I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours answering questions. Well, turns out that's exactly what Kurt had expected. And it turns out I loved doing it. I loved meeting him. I loved getting to know him on a personal level. And it changed my mind about meeting traders and getting to know them better. And I realized he had set some powerful goals. He had a hole in his roof, literally. A tree had fallen on the house. A hole fell on the roof. The insurance company was disputing it, and he had a whole, all kinds of financial goals that weren't just related to, like, luxurious things that he wanted to buy for himself, but he just wanted to fix his house. That really, that really, I don't know, sparked a drive in me to help him. So I taught him a system, 
and I set him down at a desk and I asked him to backtest a thousand trades, run through the charts, look back over a thousand different trades that met the criteria. So he scrolled back on the charts and day after day after day, when I got to the office, he was already there. When I was leaving the office, he was still there. And by the end of the week, he said, I think I got it. He went home. I didn't hear from him for two weeks. And I was driving, I still remember this. I was driving on the Ohio side of the Ohio River on the way into Pittsburgh, on the way to the airport. And I was driving my uh, Volkswagen Jetta at the time. I had a stick shift Jetta. And I can still remember pushing the button to answer the Bluetooth phone call. And he said, hey, Rob, I've got a question for you real quick. I know you're busy and I, don't, I know you don't like to use the phone. But I've, I've got a problem here. I'm down $27,000 on a trade right now. And it's like, Kurt, $27,000? I thought you said you had $2,800 in your account. He goes, oh, I did two weeks ago. But I'm, I'm right now, I'm at 98. And I was like, $98? <laughs> no, $98,000. And I got a 27. And so, of course, I said, Kurt, close the stupid trade. Like, close the trade. He goes, I think if I hang on, I'll... I cut him off. I think if I hang on a little bit longer is the story. That's how the, every single story of catastrophic losses begin. So he closed the trade. He banked $72,000 in two weeks. And then he did it again. He withdrew all of the money from the account and did it again. He withdrew all the money from the account and did it again. He kept starting with $2,800 and running it up to $72,000. Now, there's a lot of extras to this story. We flew around the world. We taught traders for, I think it was about two years. And he shared everything that he was doing. And there's, there's all kinds of intrigue and excitement and mystery to this story. But we'll just keep it at that for right now. Kurt struggled with the same problem that everybody that I meet that becomes successful struggles with. Once you learn the strategy, it's not hard to make the money. Problem is stopping when you're ahead and knowing how far ahead do I need to get before I stop trading every day. Think about that. We're going to set a goal. We're going to think about that question. And we're going to answer that before the end of these five episodes. Now, I want to give you a couple more items of advice here as we begin. Number one, if what you're doing isn't working, just stop doing it. If you're not having the success that you want and deserve, just stop. It's okay to stop trading. I know you put a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort into trading, but just stop. If it's not working, stop. What traders will do on occasion is when they dig a hole, they'll keep digging. I want you to throw the shovel away and get out of the hole. And then we can recreate everything with a clean slate. If it's not working, stop. There's probably some small tweak that we can do to help you have more success. Now, you have to love the goal and the process more than you love trading to stop. You've got to know that in the long term, you're going to do well if you don't do anything at all right now. And trading is a game. I mean, it's exactly like a game, only the rules are way better. You could stop playing anytime you're ahead. You could start playing anytime you want. And you can schedule the game for any time you want, and you can pick whom you want to play against. You can pick the stock you want to trade, the sector you want to trade, the type of instrument you want to trade. You can trade long or short and all those other things. You've just got to follow some money management rules. That's the problem. Trading really isn't about strategy rules. It's about money management rules. The more you're willing to practice and love the practice, the better you're going to do. So the game of trading is played when you have your account open, and it's game time. But the rest of the time is practice. And we don't put enough practice time. I can hear Alan Iverson's voice in my head. Just look it up on YouTube. Practice? He didn't want to practice. How many rings does he have? None. For every trade you take, you should have put in at least an hour of practice. What kind of practice do I mean? 
Well, same type of practice that Kurt did. Get on the charts. Hey, do you trade the five-minute chart, the one-minute chart, the one-hour chart? Doesn't matter. Write down the rules of your strategy, step-by-step. Step. What does it take to get into a trade and out of a trade? Now, move back on the charts as far as you can go. Move forward and log every single trade you see. Take notes about it. Take a screenshot of it. I know this sounds like I'm a complete psycho. For a whole year, I drew the chart in a notebook. I drew what it looked like so it would be just absolutely seared into my brain. That was 2022. 22 years into my trading career, I knew I needed to practice even more. So it's the pattern. The practice is the pattern. So I'm going to refer to the pattern a lot during these episodes. Pattern is the key. Pattern, the system, the process. That's what you need to learn to love. You have to love being in the gym, for example. You have to love doing the work. Everybody wants the result, but they don't want to do the work to get there. You got to love doing the work to get there. I'll help you do it. I'll walk that path with you. So welcome to the Tim Sykes Challenge podcast episodes. Once again, I'm Rob Booker. I'm your host. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Go to this link in your browser if you're not already a member of the challenge. Go to challenge.sale. It's a, it's a real web link at that weird address. The word challenge.sale. If you want to, you can put an HTTPS colon slash slash in front of it, and you'll get all the details on scheduling a time for us to talk together and get you into the challenge. I'll see you in the next episode.